Hi everybody, it's Erin. And Meg. And welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Mean It podcast. We are so excited. This week we are recording with two separate microphones. Yeah, I don't know if you guys knew in the past, but we actually used to record with one microphone and we had to sit on the same side of the table. I don't know, it obviously worked, but it wasn't very conversational, you know, because mm-hmm. we weren't like able to just look at each other and now I'm looking Meg in the eyes as I'm saying this and I'm kind of blushing, you know? No, it's so nice. I feel like the audio is going to sound so much better. So if you guys notice a difference, please let us know. If you hate the audio, yeah. let us know as well. We'd love to know. I mean, we did so many practice runs before we even hit record so i'm hoping that it sounds good but i don't know well i guess we'll see we're recording this episode a little belated we're actually recording this on sunday but it's kind of nice because then we have a lot to talk about about what we're loving and we're hating this week so we'll get into that in a second but before we do i want to remind you guys all about our merch we have merch on our Redbubble shop that was designed by meg so i don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit yeah so i designed 14 patterns If you guys want to see a specific pattern on something else or you want me to do something in a different color or anything like that, please let me know. I will work on it and put it up for you guys. I want to make sure that you have merch that you want to have. Yeah, we recently had somebody throw in a suggestion that they wanted one of the designs that Meg made, but they wanted it in white on a navy blue or black shirt instead of the black on white like the black text on a white shirt that we had. And so we really appreciate all the suggestions. Yeah, so I'm going to be putting out some new stuff. And I think I'm going to kind of just like check in on it like once in a while and just put new stuff out. I'll try to post it in the feed and definitely on the story to let you guys know when there's new stuff available so that you can check it out and get your hands on it. We also want to make sure that like you guys are getting it at a good price. So if there's any sales that Redbubble is having, we will let you guys know. Yeah, of course. And we also wanted to remind you that there is a link in the show notes of every single episode where you can donate to the podcast if you'd like. We obviously do not require any donations. This is a free platform for you guys, and we've been loving interacting with you guys over on Instagram as well. So if you would like to donate to the podcast, feel free to in the link down below. Like I said, it is in the show notes. And feel free to follow us on Instagram at Podcast. At this point that we're now recording this episode, we actually have a giveaway going on. Yeah, so we have a $50 Ulta gift card, and we're so excited because we both love Ulta, and we've done a couple makeup episodes and like beauty-related episodes, so we thought that you guys would like an Ulta gift card. So many people have been participating. We're actually kind of shocked. Yeah. We were not expecting this kind of participation, but it's such a nice surprise, and it's good until Wednesday, so if you haven't entered yet, please do so. All the details are in the description of the post on Instagram. And we try to like remind you guys too. So just like always check our stories. Yeah. And now that we've pretty much done all the housekeeping that we had, I figured that we would get into everybody's favorite segment. Obviously, our podcast is called the Love You Mean It podcast. And every single week, we like to spread the love and I guess a little bit of negativity (laughs) now. But we recently added a second part to the segment. So every single week, we talk about one thing that we're loving this week and one thing that we are hating this week, disliking, not loving and as always meg is gonna go first so this week what i'm hating is that we can't go to the club and i know that sounds stupid it sounds a little superficial it does but like 
And Aaron and I, like, even before quarantine, like, we didn't even go out that much. Like, we definitely had a phase where we went out, like, every weekend and were, like, crazy drunkards. And, like, even during the weekdays, but... Yeah, but I don't know. We really haven't done it in, like, over a year or so. We haven't been, like, going out that much. It was just more, like, day trips to, like, breweries or wineries and, like, more cash stuff. But... I don't know. I kind of miss being able to, like, go out to a bar and just, like, pop my ass and, like, dance and just, like, get super drunk and then just, like, hang out with my friends and, like, I'm just sad that we can't do that and, like, I feel like during the summer is the time that always makes me want to do it. Like, I want to go to happy hours and I want to go and do this stuff, but... I don't know about you guys, but I personally, like, just don't really feel comfortable, like, going to restaurants. Definitely would not feel comfortable sitting inside. I don't know. It's just, I feel like I'm, it's just on my mind. Like, the pandemic is on my mind Mm because I see the servers with the masks on and it kind of just turns me off. So, like, I kind of just miss, like, normalcy at this point. Yeah. Meg and I were driving to pick up her boyfriend the other day from, like, his office and we were listening to just like the kind of music you listen to when you're getting ready to go out and I don't know we were both like we were just like dancing in the car like having a good time and I was like I miss going out and like getting all dressing all cute and listening to music and then like we live like where we can walk to like where all the bars are and stuff and so especially during the summer it was so nice I miss it yeah I know so I was just like imagine us like listening to these songs like getting ready and like making each other take shots and just like calling the uber and like literally drinking your drink in the three minutes that the uber is gonna get here and i don't know we're just kind of sad like this, this do we summer, take shots tonight just for fun yeah i haven't taken shots in so long just to feel something yeah just i'm to like feel this something. summer's been such a wash like i haven't even really like gotten drunk at all or like done anything fun it's just been like really depressing honestly yeah. so that's what I'm hating this week. What are you hating, Erin? I re- Before I get into that, though, I did really like that's the story that Meg posted. I think it was on the Love You Mean It Instagram, but it was about, like, the butterflies. Oh, yeah. And it was like, we're in our chrysalis for in year 2020 so that we can be butterflies in year 2021. So at least we have that to look forward to. Well, I don't know if we really should give it a date because I think it really just depends on, like, the vaccine and like how quickly they can get it out it might be next summer it might be 2022 true so like i don't know but just someday in the future it's nice to know that things will be back to normal at some point but what i'm hating this week so you might be thinking like aaron you were pretty passionate about not being able to go to the club like what else could you be like that passionate about well guys (laughs) it is touching me right now (laughs) it might be sound a little odd but so Meg and I are definite plant moms. We have quite a few fake plants in the our, like our apartment. Obviously, of course, I don't even know if many people know this, but we live together. I feel like that's pretty obvious, but yeah. I've, it could be easy to forget. But we have quite a few fake plants at the apartment, but we do have two real plants who are our pride and joys. We have this really long like trailing pothos plant that has vines that go like all around the apartment and we also have a majesty palm we've had one majesty palm in the past and it also died so maybe it's just a sign but we've had this majesty palm for i would say over like a i would say a year and a half yeah like it's been quite some time so i don't really feel too bad that we're getting rid of it but this is the second time that it's contracted like house bugs its leaves are just falling apart and we've just had it for so long and it is just such an eyesore guys like you don't even understand Meg's like, Aaron, like, it's not that big of a deal, but it just, like, makes me so upset. I love her, and 
as you guys know, we talked about it on the podcast before, but I actually took our plants home over the quarantine. I've just lo- kind of lost respect for her. Like I put in all this hustle, all this hard work and she died. And so we're looking forward to throwing her in the dumpster and getting a new plant soon. Let us know on the podcast Instagram what we should be naming it. I feel like we'll be getting another Majesty Palm. I think we should do like a vote. Like we'll Ooh, let you guys yeah. vote on what name we should do. Yeah. What, what was that, the last plant's name? Did it have one? I don't think it had one. I don't think it had one, but like I've said 74 times, it's a majesty palm, and so we named it Grace after Princess Grace. Uh, She had a a leaf that fell off, and I tried to propagate it, but it didn't work, but I named her Caroline. Which is Princess Grace's daughter. Yeah, so we'll do some research, and we'll throw some polls up on the Instagram to talk about that, but yeah. What do you love in this If you guys have any recommendations for like houseplant trees, like any sort of... Ooh, because we really want to get one in this corner. We'll post that on the Instagram too. Yeah, so if you have like any species that works well for you, please let us know. We are, I'm not really sure. Like I like the look of majesty palms, but like, I don't know if I'm really into it anymore. We just had issues with them. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like, because we are, we're recording at our kitchen table right now and we have a majesty palm here but this is kind of a congested corner and i feel like it would be really nice to get a plant over Mm -hmm. there in the corner like i said we'll post it to the instagram because our wi-fi box is over there it could cover that as well as kind of like match up with the like the i don't even think it's a pothos plant it's something like that but with the trailing plant that we have on our ceiling so like we said we'll post it on the instagram and ask you guys for some advice because we're kind of beginner plant moms but what are you loving this week, Meg? This week, I am loving the pumpkin spice iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, and I'm so excited. Baby. I'm not sure if Starbucks has like their pumpkin flavors yet. I literally will be first in line when they do. But Dunkin' just released it. If you haven't had one yet, please go get yourself one because it literally made my eyes roll in the back of my head. It was so good. Like... It just slaps me into like another dimension. And the fact that they're coming out with it in August this year is just amazing. Cause like I think they all know that like we needed it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like the biggest pumpkin spice stan. And I'm so excited for like all the fall stuff to come out. Yeah, we were obsessed with pumpkin spice last year. Like we genuinely used to get like two pumpkin spice lattes a day. I know that's so embarrassing, but whatever. I mean, we're fit queens this year, so probably not. But it was just such a delight meg and i have been walking together in the morning by walking together i mean we've only done it the past two days but (laughs) we've been walking together in the morning and then today we went for like a two two and a half mile walk and then we came back and then we drove to duncan and got a pumpkin swirl coffee and oh my god it was amazing you guys have to go i really hope that just because they're bringing it earlier doesn't mean that they'll take it out sooner you know yeah no i hope they keep it till like thanksgiving like like after a little bit after maybe this is the only thing besides this podcast and like meg and our you guys like meg my family my friends that are like keeping me on this planet it probably pumpkin spice is like number one so i really hope that they just keep it all right what are you loving this week erin what i'm loving this week is so exciting so it's a tv show we did an episode a few months ago i will link it in the description box like the show notes down below but we did an episode all about our favorite TV shows and movies. I don't know if you talked about it in that. You might have. I think I definitely did. You probably did because you talked about it a lot. But what <laughs> I'm loving this week is Downton Abbey. I am definitely someone that likes history. 
and likes things like that and mm-hmm. so it was, it's really cool getting to watch kind of a historical piece even though it's obviously not a complete true story it is so good I don't even want to like talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil anything but I just highly recommend it Meg and I started watching it and we're already done with season one we're on to season two and I'm really loving it right now just because it kind of transports you to a different time and I love when there's drama that happens in tv shows that wouldn't happen to me so I can kind of get <laughs> invested but then not get like anxious you know yeah. it's just great I, and all the characters that are stirring the pots and like talking shit about each other it's just so funny so I highly recommend for any of you history buffs out there or any of you gals that just love a little bit of drama in your shows while also action um, I just want to say a quick shout out. Thank you to everyone that has followed us on the Instagram. We are currently at 696 followers. Um, by the time this comes out, hopefully we will have reached 700. And I just want to say thank you guys for supporting us. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for liking and engaging with our content. It means the world to us. And if you have any suggestions on what you want to see us post or anything like that, if you want me to do any infographics about anything, please let me know. But just thank you for your continued support. And with that, we're going to get into the episode. So this week, we are talking about breakups. Thank you, next. Yeah, Alexa, please play Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. 100%. So if you have been through a breakup before, which I'm assuming most of you have been through a breakup of some sort, whether it was like an actual relationship, a situationship, like really anything, it you know that they suck. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of want to talk about like the messiness of them and like our suggestions on if you're going through it, like how to pull yourself out. Yeah, obviously I'm sure everyone can tell that the title of this episode, Thank You Next, How to Get Over a Breakup, comes from the iconic ballad, Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. But I feel like kind of the connotation of Thank You Next kind of sounds negative. But ultimately, I feel like if you listen to the song, I feel like it has such a great message that it's like, you're kind of thanking the person like just like thanking them for what they taught you even if it wasn't necessarily a good point in your life but moving on to the next chapter of your life like you don't have to necessarily bash them and be like oh my god they're such a terrible person but just being like hey thank you for what you taught me and thank you for everything but on to the next one but we're really excited to actually get into this episode and kind of define breaking up so do you want to go first so i don't know i just think like breaking up like i don't think it necessarily has to be like from a relationship like I've had both where like I've gotten dumped from a long-term relationship and then I've also like broken up with people that I wasn't technically together but like you kind of are Mm -hmm. so there's definitely like that sort of gray area but I think it's just like a period of depression where you're just like you 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 might not feel great about yourself like you you almost feel kind of crazy like you might be like just erratic with your thoughts and just very emotional and it's just like there's no like real set time for it it can last from weeks to months to years Mm -hmm. but it's kind of just like a period where you're just not yourself and then eventually one day you'll just be over it i just always think of that scene from sex in the city when charlotte's like it takes half the time that you were with them to get over them I don't know. I think that's actually kind of like a good metric. Mm -hmm. Like, I think at some point, like, yes, I think you have to like grieve the relationship, 
but I don't think you should be like pining after someone for years. I don't really think that's healthy. Yeah. So I think like kind of giving yourself time to be upset and then saying like, okay, like I need to move on is like a good mentality to have. For sure. I mean, I've talked about it on the kind of on the podcast before, but I've never been in a real serious relationship and like I've been in situationships as we talked about in the podcast before but kind of like Meg was saying I feel like they're all similar in some way even like for the most part I feel like every almost relationship I've been in I've ended it for the most part I would think or like we've kind of just like drifted apart but I don't know I feel like even for the person that does do the breaking up like it can be hard for you too because sometimes it's not always what like both of you want or even like what you want or just like in general I don't know I feel like breakups can be hard for everybody so I've only had like one like real breakup and that's like when I was in high school I dated a guy for four years and then I kind of like I said first I was like I think we should go on a break and like we didn't tell anybody And, like, we just kind of were, like, okay, like, let's see, like, how we feel in, like, a week or so. And then, like, we had a conversation. He was, like, yeah, I don't think we should get back together. So then I was, like, okay. But then (laughs) it sucked because I had, like, four out of seven classes with him. And I sat next to him in every one. So, like, I didn't want to, like, cause a scene by, like, being, like, moving my shit and, like, <laughs> being annoying. And so Bye. I just sat there for six months, like, the rest of the year and oh. just was, like, okay, I'm just going to deal with that. I was, like, fuck it, whatever. I'm graduating. I'm going to college. Like, it's fine. Like, he's going far away. I don't have to see him. But, like, it, it was fine. Like, we were, like, cordial and stuff. And, like, we still were talking. Like, there were times where, like, he was still, like, too friendly with me. And I was, like, what are you doing? But, like, I don't know. It, it sucked but like once I like moved away and like was at college and stuff it was like a lot easier and I like literally as soon as I like stepped foot on campus I like got over it so mm-hmm. it was fine I know I feel like that's the thing with a lot of relationships too is like when you kind of remove yourself from it is when you kind of allow yourself the time to get over it it's, it's just kind of like that saying like out of sight out of mind oh so true yeah I mean in sixth grade I had a boyfriend Ooh, Ooh. um shout out to Nick if you're listening to this you're definitely not but this was when my Aquarius energy like f- came to fruition I had such a crush on him and he sat next to me and then um he slid me a note and asked me if I wanted to be his girlfriend and I was like oh <gasps> my god yes and so I was his girlfriend and he kept he, he would ask me to come over and I was like no Pretty and like to get yeah, and I literally got Facebook just so I could message him because I didn't have a phone at the time. And we would, like, talk on chat. And I, I lied about my age on Facebook. Sorry, Mark Zuckerberg. I, I was 10, and I said I was 13. <gasps> there was that age limit Oh, at the yeah, time. I forgot about that. So, yeah. But we would still, like, talk and stuff. And I don't even think I ever kissed him because I was just, like, so nervous and, like, anxious and stuff. And I remember one time he broke his leg, and he needed someone to carry his stuff around. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I will. Everyone in sixth grade thought he was so hot. And then I think he broke up with me. Oh, yeah, I think he did because I didn't I didn't want to hang out with him outside of school. <laughs> and then everybody was like, oh, my God, he's single? Okay, great. Let's go after him. And obviously, it's like sixth grade, but it, I don't know. Even, like, stupid stuff like that, even me not really having huge, enormous, passionate feelings for him, it still kind of makes you, like, question, like, your worth and who you are and makes you wonder, like, if you're good enough, even though you're in the sixth grade, you know? <laughs> Yeah, kind I of think, a funny example. I but. think honestly, with age, it just gets worse too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really think like there's just really no good way to break up. Honestly, no. that's what I kind of want to get into before we get into like why breaking up is so hard. I want to kind of get into like what you think is the best way to break up with someone. 
I think just having like a straight up conversation, Mm -hmm. just like an adult conversation, like you're not like I don't think you should have it when you're like upset or angry. If you are, maybe take like a day and just like cool down because like if you say anything in anger, like you can't take it back. Yeah. Uh, so if you you have any like hopes of salvaging the relationship, you should do it when you're level headed. And I think it should just be like a conversation that's like not super emotional, but just like talking about how you feel and like what's wrong in the relationship and just, yeah, like if it can be fixed, then like maybe try it if it's like healthy, but if not, then like it sucks, but you have to be strong enough to like leave it. 100%. I totally agree. I mean... We talked about this guy in the situation ships episode for me, but it was that older guy that I was talking to and we hung out a few times, whatever. And when it came to the point that like my friends said they didn't like him and I thought that he did some stuff that kind of threw me off, I I was like, okay, like I'm going to take a few days and see if I like miss talking to him, miss anything, you know? And a few days went by and I was like, shrug, like, uh, like I'm fine. And so I was like, okay, time to break up with him. And part, like, I thought for a second that, like, maybe I should, like, go see him in person. But, like, we'd only been talking for a month. And so I ended up texting him. Something I kind of regret doing. Obviously, I kind of regret, like, doing it over text. But I also kind of regret not being, like, completely honest about the situation. Mm -hmm. Because I know people are like, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. Which is, like, the cliche breakup line, which I obviously didn't do. But, like, I feel like when it comes to a breakup, you should be honest about, like, what's wrong. Mm -hmm. So maybe to, like, help kind of give them a review or a critique for the future for, like, the next person they go on to date. Mm -hmm. Instead of me just being like, yeah, I don't really see this going anywhere. I could have been like, you did some things that made me uncomfortable. And that's why I don't really want to see you anymore. Yeah, I think if you're, like, upfront, they might not ask you for, like, the closure conversation yeah. where you meet up afterwards and they're like, I need closure. Like, okay. But honestly, like, it's not fun being the person that has to do the dumping. Mm-hmm. That can also be just as bad. Like, I've been on that end and it's, like, really uncomfortable. And it also obviously sucks being broken up with. And it's just, like, a really bad situation. I think that's why people put it off or, Mm -hmm. like, they try and make their partners break up with them because they feel bad and they don't want to do it. Yeah. So there's just, like, a lot of, like, feeling that goes into breaking up and there's a lot of feeling that comes in afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it takes a lot of courage to do, like, the actual breaking up, especially Mm -hmm. in, like, a serious relationship or even if you're married. I can't even fathom, like, getting a divorce. Yeah, but I don't know. So I think we're going to kind of transition into why breaking up is so hard. (sighs) It's a lot to unpack. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of different things. But I think first and foremost, like, you have to just give yourself time to just, like, process everything. And honestly, at the end of the day, a breakup is sort of like a death. And you just have to, like, give yourself time to grieve it. And, like, I know people might be pushing the toxic positivity on you and being like, oh, well, it's not like anybody died. But, like, at the end of the day, it almost is like they did because they're not around anymore. You don't talk to them anymore. Like, the love that you had, where did it go? Like, it's just not there anymore. So I think you kind of just have to take it as a death and, like, look at it as something from the past. And, I mean, I think that's just such a great point to make. And I know in psychology classes and stuff or like just videos in the past like I've learned a lot about toxic relationships and like narcissistic relationships and obviously not most relationships that you're in aren't going to be narcissistic but one of like the main 
components that comes with those kind of relationships is the love bombing and that's kind of like what happens in like a normal everyday relationship you're being bombed and bombed and bombed by all these loves the hugs the kisses the sex whatever and you're getting all this like dopamine and like all this stuff and like you're just feeling so great about yourself and you're feeling like you're on this high and then all of a sudden you're cut off from it especially if you're the one that's being broken up with and you need to allow yourself that time to like it's kind of like when you're getting off your period and you're like adjusting to all the like the hormones Mm -hmm. like you need to allow yourself that time to like center back into yourself and it's really nobody's business how long it takes you to do that yeah and like there have been so many studies that show that like love is literally a drug it's compared to like cocaine your love is my drug by kesha yeah like it literally (laughs) activates the same parts of your brains that like you know drugs and like chocolate and like all that good stuff do and it's just, like, wild how you, you get, like, the... You literally get, like, withdrawal symptoms. For real? Like, you can get, like, headaches. Like, you... Like, literally <laughs> all that stuff. Like, it's insane. It's all the all the physical manifestation of, like, your pain. It, it's just crazy. It can literally, like, hurt your body. Like, it can physically... You feel the pain. You can get, like, physical symptoms like chest pains, insomnia, anxiety, depression, body aches, fatigue lack or increase of appetite like what that's like a disease like you hear people (laughs) saying like oh like they died of heartbreak or whatever like Mm -hmm. i truly believe that like people can die from that oh yeah for sure you just your body's like all right i'm gonna head out (laughs) your body's like okay what am i supposed to do now you know yeah so i don't know it's not just an emotional thing i think um, like just the physical trauma of the relationship is taking the toll on your body I feel like another thing that really sucks, especially for me when it comes to like breakups and stuff, is reminiscing about the good times and then you overlook the bad times. For example, I know I keep talking about this one guy, but I was thinking back and I was like, oh, when we would like watch movies together and hang out and we talked like all day every day and we would have like sleepovers and it was so fun. But then I would forget about like the times that he would say stuff and I was like, hmm, and like literally forget that my friend said they didn't like him and it's so hard I feel like that like with breakups you get like blinded by like stuff that's happened in the past and I think another thing to point out is that like usually people have like two different sides of them so like it's who they are and then the person you think they are so I think it's really easy to like idealize someone and like you can still love someone for like who you wish they were but they might actually not be that person so it takes time for you to like physically separate like what like maybe like they were kind of breadcrumbing you like doing things that you loved and that meant so much to you but like it's enough to overlook the toxic things that they maybe did to you so you really have to just sort that like sort that out and just like just every time that like you're like oh man like I miss that relationship like you have to almost train your brain to be like oh no but like you have to like kind of like argue with yourself and say like oh no but like they did this yeah you're like, like gaslighting yourself or like this was bad mm-hmm. yeah do do not gaslight yourself like it's okay to have the like the longing for them and it's okay to miss them but like at some point you have to say like you have to be realistic and be like okay but not everything about this relationship was perfect another thing that really sucks is like <sighs> i don't know if you guys have experienced this but i'm sure you have but like literally after a breakup everything around you just reminds you of them Mm -hmm. like maybe a certain song or like a smell or like you're like oh I can't go to this restaurant anymore because that's like where we would go it's just like everything that you do you're just constantly reminded of them and it sucks like it feels like you're not making any progress like 
you it just constantly feels like you're bring being brought back to square one and I think that's what sets a lot of people back is just constantly like having those reminders but I think with time those fade away exactly and I feel like even with new people or just with yourself, you make your own memories, you make your own new associations and connections with things, and it will improve over time. Time to be toxically positive, but it will get better eventually, even if it's not okay right now. One day you will, I don't know, you'll put on your favorite song that you listen to together or something, and it won't remind you of them. It won't like remind you of you. Yeah, so I think it's just like forming new memories that replace the old ones. I feel like everything is just bad, but another really bad thing is that your dreams are dashed and that your future will look different. I feel like when you get into a relationship, you're like, oh my God, we're going to go here. We're going to do all this stuff. This is what my future is going to look like. We're going to, we're going to get married. We're going to have two kids. We're going to name them like Luke (laughs) and this, like you just make all these plans for what you think your life is going to be like, especially me. I'm definitely someone that's a huge planner and Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, especially COVID has definitely helped me adjust that and not be so much of a planner, but you get all up in your head and you start questioning your future. And when you get into a breakup and you get into just this like spiral of questioning who you are it can be really hard especially when your future looks completely different than what you imagined yeah and like to add on to that like another thing that's really toxic to you in the getting over someone stage is like their social media oh i could go off about this for hours this kind of goes along with like the future thing because like you had a future planned and then like you see them like doing different things it's just different than what you thought so like it's just hard to see like them living a different life than like what you had planned but like I don't know the the social media thing like this is so big you really cannot like look at their social media I feel like social media too I was talking to our friend Lizzie about this the other day that it's just so funny when it comes to like guys and social media I was listening to the pretty basic podcast Mm -hmm. and one of the hosts Remy she had her boyfriend Cal on it and they were talking about like social media and guys and everything and she was talking about like what it means if like a guy likes your post or like your watches your story and he's just like he's just like such like a wholesome like pure guy like he's (laughs) so cute and he was like you guys are so you guys are like messing yourselves up because he was like there have been times where like I'll be like zipping up my pants and I'll put my phone down and it will just run through people's stories and he was like you're literally overthinking everything he was like he was like people will just like scroll and like things he was like it doesn't mean anything and me listening I'm like but what I'm like this guy I talked to three years ago liked my post that doesn't mean anything but like I feel like you just get caught all caught up in social media and like what it means and like just trying to like translate everything that they do and like looking at their stuff and being like oh is that like a different is that like a someone's purse in the background like all the stuff like (laughs) oh that house looks different like that's not their dog you just like get into a cycle i think the problem is that girls are all in the fbi like inherently so i think like we all just try to dissect everything and i know that you have that group chat with your friends where you're like oh my god he liked my picture. Oh my God, he view, he keeps viewing my stories. Like, what does this mean? Like, do you think he still likes me? Should I text him? Like, it just goes on to be this huge thing. And like, you don't, it, like, it, it, he's just not into you. Like, literally, if it got, it's so simple. If a guy likes you, he will talk to you. He will reach out. Like, I've had guys from like, literally years ago that I haven't spoken to and they, they just like, shoot me a text or like, they Snapchat me and they're like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, what? Like, I don't know. Like, it, it, literally, if a guy just wants to talk to you, he will. And if he's not, then that sh- that's your answer. That's 100% been the hardest thing for me to learn personally because 
I'm like the queen of deciphering mixed signals. Once again, throwing it back to Sex in the City, that scene where Berger is out to dinner with Carrie and Charlotte and Miranda, and Miranda's talking about like mixed signals and how like she went on a date with this guy, he kissed her goodnight, and then said he would call her, and then he hasn't. And Berger was like, if he likes you, he'll call you. And he was like, there's no such thing as mixed signals. Yeah. Which, I mean, when you think about it, like, you're right. Like, if I like somebody, I'll, I will, I'm, I'm so forward that I will literally DM them and be like, let's hang out. What's your number? Like all this stuff. And guys are like that too. Like they're not some other species that we need to like dissect and like get into their brain. And like, I need to figure it out. Like if they like you, you'll know. Men are kind of dumb. There's a secret. As Meg's boyfriend sitting in the other room. They're simple. Okay. So it's just so true. If they like you, they will text you. If they don't, then they won't. Like, don't drive yourself crazy, like, wondering if they're going to text you. I know it's so much, like, easier said than done, but, like, you really just have to have, like, a hard conversation with yourself and be like, they don't care about me. They may have in the past, but they currently, in this moment, do not care about me. And it looks like they probably won't, Mm -hmm. so I should move on. And then I feel like probably one of the hardest parts about breaking up with somebody is them getting into another relationship. This is another thing, like, what that goes off with social media. Like, you might see that, like, on Facebook, they're in a new relationship with someone or they're posting pictures with them. That is the killer. That is the killer. That is literally killer. Or a huge new thing that's going on is Venmo stalking. You might see him Venmoing some other bitch. I'm like, oh, he Venmoed her for coffee? It's done. Yeah. They're like, oh, so they're married. Like, (laughs) they're spending the night together. They're getting coffee together. Like, I have no chance. But honestly, that's such a bitch. Like, you... (laughs) It's... No, literally nothing hurts more. What hurts the most by Rascal Flatts was actually written about seeing your ex-mans post pictures of a new girl. Even if you're, like, not... Like, even if you're over them and it's been a while, like, I found out, like, last year or something that, like, the guy that I dated in high school that I was talking about, he's married. (laughs) And, like, I literally never think about him and, like, he was, he's a good dude. Like, I wish him well and stuff. But, like, when I saw his wedding photos, I was kind of just like, wow. Like, it didn't, like, hurt me, but I was, it was still weird. Are you marrying other bitches? Yes or no? (laughs) You know? like that's literally what it was like so i don't know it's it's always weird like even if you're not like even if you don't have feelings for someone it's still weird when you see your ex with someone else oh 100 i feel like it always will be i totally don't believe that exes can be friends don't at me okay i really don't either because i'm like okay meg and i have talked about this before this is also kind of like a toxic way of thinking so like i do have guy friends that i'm not have not hooked up with but however i feel like there's no real i don't know i just feel like there's no real like prospect of guy friends because yeah, it's like i don't think so either like for example like you can meet somebody that's so dope so awesome like super cool and like if they're hot or they're attractive you obviously want to be with them <laughs> and i'm like why would i like you're like obviously if you like them enough to be your friend you would want I, I feel like you would at some aspect like want to date them at some point I feel like at least one person in that relationship at one point has like the other person no that's so true I don't know if you guys have ever seen this ancient movie when Harry met Sally but they talk about this how like you like men and women literally can't be friends and I so agree with that like 
I don't know. I think like there's always some like sexual undertone mm-hmm. or like there's always some sort of flirting. And like like Aaron said, I just totally believe at some point someone will catch feelings or someone will be jealous. And I just like don't think that men have it in them to like put their sexual nature aside. Mm-hmm. And like even girls, like I feel like if you see a guy that's like good with kids or like good with animals or like is good to his girlfriend, like those are qualities that we look for. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like you could catch feelings just from seeing someone like in a certain light. And I feel like literally every guy friend you've probably had in the past, even if you don't want to admit it, I feel like at least for one second, one minuscule moment, you've had to have at least possibly considered the thought of dating them. Or like hooking up with them. At least something. I I, I think I flirted with every guy friend I've ever had. Yeah. Like John and I have, my boyfriend John and I have this conversation because he has like he, like, had a really close girlfriend in college that, like, lived with him. So, like, he had, like, I think three other guy roommates and then this girl. And I was just like, oh, so you liked her. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I didn't. And he, like, I guess they were lab partners. Like, that's how they met. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, did you, like, choose your lab partner? And he was like, yeah, because I thought she was pretty. And I was like, see, that's why. Yeah. I was like, you might not have feelings for her long term, but you originally sought her out because she was attractive. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's how it is like we're laying the gavel down right now guys and i'm not saying that guys and girls can't be friends but i'm just saying that at some point there is going to be a turning point or there has been a turning point and you've somehow gotten over it and just choosing to ignore it that you've wanted to have sex with them (laughs) boom or you're like jealous of their current partner or something like that like i don't know there's just something about it yep I think it honestly just becomes a competition of like who moves on quicker. For sure. I think like, I don't know, I feel like men tend to get in relationships more quickly after like breakups. Honestly, I think like if a guy like gets into a relationship really quickly, like don't take it too personally because like I feel like men just need either a girlfriend or a mom at all times. So I don't know. What do you think? No, I mean, I agree. I feel like it does just become a competition about like who can move on quicker. Like, like we already said, you're constantly checking their social media or you're on Venmo and they pop up and it's like, oh my God, yeah. he told me not to worry about her. And now <laughs> you're out here Venmoing her for groceries. Or the thing that really sucks is like, say you're with a guy and then he breaks up with you, like, but he already has someone else. Like before he broke up with you. Yeah. He already, so he literally just transitions to another relationship. You see that shit all the time. Like... This is what happened to my mom's best friend's sister. Ugh. She was married for 25 years to this guy, right? They had three kids together. On her birthday, he says that he doesn't want... He wants a divorce. And he's been seeing this other woman for years. They... And then they go off and get married. And then he releases all his parental rights to his kids. So he doesn't have to, like, pay for anything or, like, do anything. So basically the point of this podcast is that guys are just like super awesome. Yeah. So. That's horrifying. That can also happen too. Like if you've been cheated on or anything, like I'm literally so sorry. Like we're going to do an episode about that in the future and you guys can talk about like if you've been cheated on or you can share like other people's stories that you know, like maybe your friend was or something like that. But if you have been cheated on, I'm really sorry, but like you're going to find someone that won't cheat on you and that's going to love you one day. That sounds so corny, and I'm no, sorry, but, like, but like, that, they will. No, but that was the perfect way to say it. Like, I feel like that's it's so simple, but sometimes you just need to hear it and be reminded that 
there are plenty of fish in the sea that aren't shitty guys or shitty girls and you will find that love that you deserve one day. I feel like another really big thing when you go through a breakup you're constantly overwhelmed with like your own emotions and like everything that you're going through and you I feel like it's pretty easy to feel annoying when you're talking to your friends and family about it but like you can't stop thinking about it and feeling down about it but you feel like you're annoying them. I always think of that I keep quoting everything but I always think of that quote from Mean Girls where she was like I can feel myself being annoying (laughs) and like that's me. I mean that's me pretty much on the daily basis like whenever I talk but like especially when it comes to something like this and so that's why I have a therapist. And bringing it back to Sex in the City again when Carrie broke up with Big um and like her friends had a friend intervention and were like dude you gotta stop talking about him like go see a therapist mm-hmm. because like I think yes your friends are supposed to be there for you but you're not paying them they're not billing you like you need to cut it off at some point and like also ask how they're doing yeah I mean especially if they're advising you like they're trying to help you and give you advice about like that it's good that you left him and like they're trying to help the best that they can but they don't always have the answers either yeah and like at the end of the day like they're not in your situation so like you might have multiple friends like telling you different things like oh you should text him or like oh you shouldn't or like oh he, like you're too good for him or like oh you blew it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like there's just so many different opinions and you can get so conflicted so i think like yes it's important to like acknowledge what your friends are saying and take it into consideration but they're not the be all end all and like at the end of the day you have to listen to yourself and like what you think yeah I mean that's definitely something that I personally learned in therapy we're going to be doing a mental health episode soon but something that I personally learned in therapy is that like your opinion matters too because I'm definitely someone that really kind of seeks after like what my friends think and what my friends want me to do but it also matters what I want to do And something that I would really advise everyone to do is to seek out a therapist. If you can't, something, a free version of therapy would be journaling and just journaling out all your thoughts or something that I do when I'm really at my wits end and losing it and I don't have a therapy appointment with my therapist for a while. I will make a voice memo note and almost make it like I'm talking to somebody or talking to my therapist because a lot of the times you don't even really want to hear like a response or an answer. Like, you really just want to hear yourself talk and hear yourself go off. So if it's something stupid that like I don't want advice on, I just want to talk, I'll sometimes do like a voice memo note and just talk to myself. So talking about friends, another thing that sucks about breakups is the fact that you're going to lose mutual friends. Yeah. So you might love their friends. Like you might have made like couple friends that you're friends with and hate to say this, but people always pick sides and you're going to lose contact with people and other people get involved in a relationship even though it's such a personal thing Mm -hmm. and like something that I've experienced firsthand too is that like you get really close with their family so like when you break up with someone you also break up with their family like the saddest part I know like you really shouldn't be like still talking to them at the end of the day Mm -hmm. but it's still like it's just hard it's like you lose a bunch of people in your life so I feel like another thing too like on top of losing friends and family is that you'll be lonely Like, obviously, you have your friends, but I feel like you don't even talk to your friends really as much as you are talking to your significant other or your partner or whatever, and you have to get adjusted to being lonely and not having someone to turn to every second, especially if you were with them for a long time. It's hard to get adjusted to. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, just like, small things, like, even, like, going to sleep. Like, you're used to, like, sleeping with them at night or, like, having them text you, like, all the time and just, like, you're not getting that 
constant like social stimulation like you might always have plans but like Mm -hmm. now you don't yeah and like another huge thing to point out is that like a lot of people isolate their friends when they're in a relationship so that when they do break up with their like partner they like go back to their friends and they might have to like repair those friendships because they were kind of being neglected yeah and another thing that can be like kind of tough and sad is that like you could engage in self-destructive behaviors so like you might your appetite might change you might not be sleeping you might you maybe might be turning to like drugs or alcohol or like having unsafe sex and like i think that just like kind of comes with the territory of like because just breakups just make you feel bad about yourself and i think when you feel bad about yourself you tend to like self-sabotage and i don't know it just kind of sucks like hitting rock bottom and like realizing that but like it's not always gonna suck and like things will get better that was a good point and the final one that we have to make is that you compare everyone to them i feel like it's kind of the same way too when you go through like a friendship breakup Mm -hmm. you're like oh it used to be so great or you're like oh but he would have never done this she would have never done this but it's something that you really have to be cautious of and really wary of and just remember that like people are individuals people are unique and you can't expect like one person to be exactly like the last person you were with also the last person you were with didn't work out so you shouldn't really want this new person to be exactly like them again it's just like the idealizing things like you can't you can't compare to two different people you can't compare two different relationships because they are two different people and they are two different relationships and they're never going to be the same like they might have things that overlap but like my relationship with Aaron is different than, like, my relationship with another friend. So mm-hmm. you, that's, like, comparing apples to oranges. Like, you really just can't. Yeah. So now we're going to get into the Ten Commitments of a Breakup. I'm so, so we excited. thought this would be kind of funny to do. I will post these on the Instagram if you guys want to share them. Maybe, like, you can screenshot it and, like, look at them to just kind of remind yourself of what not to do. Or you can maybe send it to a friend. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But Aaron's just going to talk about the first one. All right, so I feel like the first one is the key, the most important. The golden rule. Thou shalt not stalk their social media. Guys, block them, unfollow them, mute them, whatever you have to do to get over this. You need to really take care of yourself. And seeing them going like out to happy hour with the boys is not going to help you get over them. Yeah, and like we are big proponents of like unfollowing, unsubscribing, like blocking, muting, anything, like whatever the word will be like just getting rid of anyone that doesn't add anything to your life and if someone's content is like making you sad or giving you anxiety you need to not look at that anymore 100 percent. it's literally it's your feed you're able to really like cultivate it how you want and why would you even want that on there and you're doing it to yourself yeah just, just a quick reminder yeah just a quick reminder you're doing it to yourself you're killing yourself yeah <laughs> okay uh the next one we have is thou shall not text or call them for any reason I think this is huge. There's, like, a thing called the no contact method where, like, you don't contact your ex for any reason for at least a month. Mm-hmm. Some people say three months. And in that time, it's just, like, you need that separation. You need to, like, get used to, like, not being love bombed so that you can find your clarity again and just, like, gain some common sense. And, like, then you can kind of reevaluate the relationship and say, okay, like, do I want to give this another shot or do I want to just meet someone else? Yeah. But you have to do that with a clear head. 
Because, of course, if you're trying to talk to them after you broke up, it's probably not going to Or if you're up. drunk and you want to text them, <laughs> like, literally delete their contact. You don't need it. Yeah, literally just delete everything that you have. Like, delete pictures or, like... I, like, um, I immediately... my Delete I, the thread. No, I immediately... Well, I do this when anybody makes me mad and I don't want to look at it, but I immediately delete the thread. I'll block them and then unblock them because I don't need them to, like... I don't need them to be blocked, but I want them... I mean, now you can remove somebody, Mm -hmm. but, like, I don't want them looking at my stuff or me looking at theirs, vice versa. Like, I delete the thread so that, like, if I'm sad one day or if I am, like, drunk or something, I don't, like, look back through the text and be like, oh, like, what was? Like, he used to say I was hot, and now look at me, you know? (laughs) The third commandment of getting over a breakup, thou shalt erase all triggers from thou path. So, basically, like, if you have... A sweatshirt of his that you like donate it burn it okay if, or okay donate it sorry you, like have a playlist that he made you delete it like just literally anything that reminds you of him like anything in your room any pictures literally just like fucking throw them out like you don't have to make a whole scene and be like i packed up your stuff and i'm dropping it off no like, like don't literally don't do that just be like just like put it even if you like don't want to get rid of it or whatever you're planning on giving it put back it in to your them, basement just like put it in a box and like get rid of it and like put it somewhere where you never go because like you, you, you don't, don't need it you don't want to be like triggered and like you know you could be having a good day and then you come home and you see the stuffed animal he bought for you like you don't need to see that shit so just pack it up and out of sight out of mind yep uh, the next point we have is thou shall cry when necessary. I'm a big proponent of crying. I cried. I cry at everything. If that's in the shower, if that's before you go to sleep, if that's like in your car on your lunch break. I cried during a workout the other day, guys. Yeah, just just fucking cry. Like it, there's literally no shame in it. Like just just get it out and then like continue about your day. And this because, goes for guys too. Yeah, like it's not fun going around with like a lump in your throat. Like literally just get that shit out and like. Just acknowledge it and then let it go. That's the biggest thing. Yep. The fifth commandment for getting over a breakup is thou shall have therapy sessions with mom, friends, sisters, or therapist. Key, key, key. So important. You cannot keep the shit in. If you're uncomfortable talking to other people for some reason, you can write it down in a journal like we said earlier, but you need to get it out somehow instead of just letting it, I hate this word, but fester in you. Yeah, I also hate that word. But I think like, Honestly, though, I think women deal with breakups better than men because, like, men tend to move on faster and, like, they're already talking to other girls, like, maybe, like, a week or, like, two weeks after. But I think, like, women take the proper time to, like, grieve their relationship and, like, they talk with their friends and their mom and, like, you know, whoever and they fully get over it. Whereas I feel like men just jump into the new relationship and then they might have like unresolved stuff that they never dealt with. Mm -hmm. And then they might like have trust issues or something and it affects their future relationship. So I think like not jumping into something too soon is just huge. Yep. Um, Six. Six, okay. Thou shall show them what they're missing. So I think like... I like I think this one's like a fine line like you don't want to be like too crazy but I think like posting a couple cute pics of yourself a nice thirst trap for the gram yeah maybe like going out or like maybe like getting a new haircut or like just I don't know like just going going on vacation or like doing something to just like and just posting it where you feel good like you're gonna get people's attention it's gonna make you feel a little better because let's Let's face it, you kind of need that external attention right now because mm-hmm. you're lacking it. And, 
like who knows maybe he'll see it and be like oh shit she looks good but don't think about that too much just do it for you and i promise you will feel better about yourself 100 percent point number seven for our 10 commandments of getting over breakup thou shall learn to love thyself if you need tips for this we just did an episode called feeling yourself self-confidence tips and you guys really seem to like it but i feel like it's really important when you're missing not i mean i feel like you should be prioritizing your self-care and your self-love all the time but especially when you're going through a breakup you're already like we said missing all of this love bombing and you need to kind of fill it in with like your own love and respect that you should have with yourself yeah and i think like when you're coming out of a relationship you might have neglected yourself for a while Mm -hmm. like sometimes there's like i've always heard that there's like a giver and a taker or like some people say like a flower and a gardener so like one person like waters the flower and like that's just kind of how the relationship is so like you might have been the gardener and you're like tired and you need someone to water you yeah you can water yourself bitch okay you need to pull yourself up and just like literally just maybe start off by like writing in your phone like five things you love about yourself or just like doing like little self-care things every day i think self-care is like a big way of like expressing your Mm self-love number eight thou shall reflect but not dwell on the relationship so i think it's important to think about the relationship and process it but like you can't live in the past like you have to again like this kind of goes hand in hand with like looking at things the way they are and not like how you wanted them to be like you just kind of have to like say okay like yeah that was great but there were also a lot of things wrong with that relationship but I'm going to find a better one in the future. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a good mindset to have. 100%. Next point that we have is thou shall think about the negative characteristics of thy ex. Yeah, they were hot, but also sometimes they got mad at you. Or well, yeah, they were really funny, but sometimes they called you names and you didn't like it. Or maybe they had anger issues or maybe they like were possessive or something like that or jealous. Nobody's so, perfect. I got to work it. Literally, I think, like, what you have to do is, like, take a piece of paper and just literally write down, like, all the cons and, like, just be completely honest and just write down everything about you that, everything about them that pisses you off. And you'll probably notice over time as you're making this list that the cons, though the cons list may not be bigger than the pros, it's probably heavier and more serious. Last one we have is thou shall talk to new people, but not move on too fast. So I think, like, there's something to be said about dating again when you're ready. I think when you go on Tinder two days after you broke up with someone, you're not going to find anything good. I think it's just going to, you're literally just doing it for an ego boost. You're not, you're not ready to actually talk to someone and like you could end up hurting someone else. And also self like confidence comes from like the inside good and point. you shouldn't be like constantly looking for other people. And like to, outside validation. Yeah. Like, no, you need, you need to like, love yourself again before you love someone else and this part of the episode is going to be super exciting because we actually did a poll on instagram and we asked you guys for some listener advice when it comes to breakups as we said earlier we are constantly posting on the instagram at love you mean podcast asking you guys what you guys want to hear asking for your advice about various topics so we asked you guys for your advice about breakups and we're going to read off some of them so the first listener advice was to spend 400 dollars on new clothes and listen to lizzo what a mood yep I think that's really important. Obviously, you don't really have to be spending hundreds of dollars, but just investing in yourself and listening to stuff that makes you feel good. Yeah, I think like making a playlist of like bad bitch songs really helps. 
I think listening to like love songs is gonna literally like murder you. Yeah. So I think just like listening to songs like Lizzo or maybe like the Thank You Next album or like anything like that is so helpful and it just literally like reaches out and touches your soul 100 percent. i'll maybe take a day to listen to my crying in the club playlist and then i'm like okay let's turn on feeling yourself yeah just like or like listen to like lemonade by beyonce yes. or like literally anything like that like will help so much listen to her new album it's so good oh my god yes black is king is everything oh my god that rhymes good job um okay the next one we have is set goals for yourself and take steps towards those goals i think that's so important i think a big component of like getting over someone is distracting yourself so like keeping yourself busy and like maybe like you want to start running or like maybe you want to start like like learning how to like draw or like sew or like i don't know like whatever you want to do just like trying new things and like achieving those goals will help you like gain your self-confidence back and also you won't be thinking about them while you're doing it exactly ambition is interactive to not only other people but to yourself and to keep striving to make yourself better and to create a more positive version of yourself exactly next point that somebody had was to write letters to them if you're grieving because it's a way to get your emotions out without actually texting them and being sucked in kind of like i said before with making a voice memo for yourself just being able to get your thoughts and emotions out act like it's going to somebody else but really just keeping it for yourself and not being not just texting them and going nowhere with it because when you really think about it what are you trying to achieve by texting them like where do you want to go with that you're just doing it because you want to get your emotions out yeah so i suggest writing it on a piece of paper and then doing a ceremonial burning in a safe way yeah or just like flush it down the yeah or like literally just get rid of it bury it like rip it up i don't know have your dog eat it yeah literally just get rid of it and the last one we have is make a list of things you didn't like about your ex and your relationship and read it while while you're sad. I think this is something we kind of touched on, but like, I think just like maybe keep it in your phone and just write about like literally everything that hurt you, everything that you didn't like. And then when you feel like you want to look at their Instagram or you want to text them or you want to call them, just read that list and remember like how far you've come and like how you don't want to go back. Wow. We really dropped some bars here, guys. Yeah, so we hope this helps at least one person. If it did, then we accomplished our goal. I'm sure in the future, if I go through a breakup, I'll be listening back to this episode to listen to my own advice. Yeah, and just remember that you're a baddie and that you don't need a guy. And thank you, Next. Thank you, Next. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to check out our Instagram at Love You Made It Podcast. Also, our Redbubble shop, which will be linked down below. But we had so much fun recording this episode. We really hope that the audio sounds great. We are about to listen to this back, so we're really excited. But we are so excited to talk to you guys on Monday, and we love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. <laughs>